Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling. Well, because selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show, because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to empathize with women in a way that supports them to feel okay with who they are instead of who they feel they should be so that they can finally own their value and know that they are more than enough. So I am super excited to introduce Kate Evans. Now, Kate is a decluttering coach who uses her 20 years of experience as a psychologist to help women break through their mental and emotional barriers to decluttering their homes. Now, Kate was inspired to begin decluttering coaching after her own experience decluttering her home, through which she realized that caring for her home is self-care. Now, during the pandemic, Kate transitioned from her brick and mortar therapy practice to virtual coaching and is now working on learning how to bring her work and her messages of empowerment to women through online platforms. Well, welcome, Kate. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much to have me here, Wendy. This is great. Yeah. And, you know, I just love how you're helping women at such a, an important part of their lives in terms of their homes, right? You know, finding ways to manage that seemingly endless amount of things that end up coming into our homes and accumulating in, in all these various piles. So I can't wait to hear more about this and, and the work you're now doing. All right. Wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, always top of my question for me is, and, and I know that as we were talking about, you know, bringing you into the show as a guest here that, you know, it was through your own decluttering process, which led you to seeing this big need for others, but exactly what was the inspiration or the tipping point that prompted you to start your own practice? Um, you know, I, I basically always knew uh, after college that I was going to own my own business. I just didn't know what it was going to be. I actually have a bachelor's of fine arts and was a graphic designer. Oh, wow. And um, I left that and became a floral designer. And I was so sure that I was going to open a floral, uh, you know, shop and, you know, life continues. And I got inspired to uh, go back to grad school in my late 20s to become a therapist. And I just knew that I was going to open my own practice. And so it's just, it was the natural order of things. And I will say that my mom, my dad, and my stepdad all have been entrepreneurs. So maybe mm -hmm. that had something to do with that. Right. Yeah. But, you had kind of that mindset early. Yeah, exactly. It was just kind of 
that just made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I, I had this very, I very successful therapy practice, but, um, as I did my, um, my own decluttering work, I realized I really wanted to narrow my focus into that niche of real solution focused, um, strengths focused work that coaching is. And the way to do that was to start another business, which is Soulful Space, and where I do my decluttering coaching work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's great. So it just sounds like you were continuing to lean into what was bringing you the most sense of of meaningful work with this mm-hmm. idea of always owning your own business. It's like, okay, how can I fill a need, but yet do something that really aligns with things that are um, bringing you a sense of, of, like I said, that meaning and fulfilling work that, that yeah, aligns with your own zone of genius, that, that, that ability to, to empathize with women. So yeah, I love that. And I think you had mentioned, or at least I mentioned in your intro that the pandemic truly was a catalyst, I believe, mm-hmm. for launching mm-hmm. your own business, but has your, you, you just started kind of talking about this a little bit, has your business mission or vision evolved since you first started your coaching practice? Uh, you know what? Yes. Well, what it has is it's, it's clarified. Mm-hmm. When I f- mm-hmm. first started the, the coaching business, I was, I think I was a little afraid to have it be just niche down to the decluttering coaching. So I also had life coaching, general life coaching in there. And it was just, it was too messy. And it was the, the message of what I was doing was too lost. Okay. And so I really have narrowed it down to what my true passion at this time is, which is the decluttering work. Right. Yeah. No, that, and you experienced that transformation. So, oh my goodness. Yes. Firsthand experience of the difference between dealing with whatever was going on, in addition to the cluttering space, uh, the, the cluttered, I should say, space of your home, to then the process and what happened in that process, and now completely evolving into a new sense of. Um, empowerment for yourself, which prompted you to want to share that sounds like so that's yeah, that's powerful. I love that. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in in building your business? You know, I I don't, other than just my own kind of fears and hesitations and, and, and truly just a lack of knowledge of, um, how to utilize the online world to market myself because I have an amazing message. I've, I do amazing work, but this grand world of the of online mm-hmm. is is so different in how you actually get other human beings to know that you exist. So I mean that's really been one of the the biggest struggles that I've had over the course of the years that the business has been open. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that brings it to obviously a space that's near and dear to my heart, <laughs> <laughs> marketing and sales, which, uh, you know, you're obviously an expert 
at helping women to create those organized homes that feel spacious and create that soulful space for them. But it sounds like the, you know, the client attraction and client enrollment part of the business might be mm-hmm. uh, feel like a, a, a bit of a different skill set. So is this one of the main challenges and frustrations that you have and that you've been experiencing in, in growing your business? Oh, definitely. You know, with my brick and mortar therapy practice, it was easy. I had a a reputation within a community. People just referred people, you know, clients Mm -hmm. to me. They came to in droves. It was, there was really no marketing required. And then I get to this online world and there's all these platforms and you know, you still really want to utilize, I believe, you know, the referral resources, but I don't, it just, it gets confusing Mm -hmm. at times. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It is. And it can be really a time commitment, right. Mm -hmm. To just be online and generating, I don't know, do you, do you do some of the content-based marketing as one of your ways of becoming known? where you're creating content for people to learn about you or? Oh gosh. Yeah. There is content galore. Out okay. There. <laughs> I am. I am You've created it. You're perfect. Um, yes. Yeah, so that becomes I, kind of a full-time job right there. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a, I have a blog uh, on my website and there's a lot of really great information in there. I love to write. I really just love yeah. to write. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have my Facebook page and my Instagram page. Um, and I have, I put reels up daily. I post daily and there's just content upon content. And it really, it's fun. That piece is fun for me. And I kind of, I feel like I kind of broke the code as to what the rhythm is that works for me with social nice. media Nice. Uh, yeah. in the last six months. Right. Yeah. Well, that I can understand how it still can feel overwhelming though, in, in turning that creativity mm-hmm. and, and that prolific putting out of content now into, okay, well, what's the technological track that people run on to mm-hmm. then be able to work with you, right? Is what I'm kind of hearing your, your main source of frustration is. Yeah, it's I'm putting content out there that people obviously really enjoy mm-hmm. because I get fantastic response to it. But then it's well, it's one, it's um, you know, converting all these human beings who are seeing my my online content to uh uh to coaching clients, but then it's also well, in support of my business, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of platforms that one can use to do this thing or that thing. I get very overwhelmed because I'm just, I don't feel naturally inclined toward technology. I tend to be a little afraid of it initially. Yeah. Right. Because you're a people person. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Psychology therapist working in, you know, face to face. It's just, it's, it's out of your normal kind of, uh, the way that your brain works. So I can see how that can be overwhelming. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I'd be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight if you'd like. Absolutely, please. So 
So it, you know, once you enter into that rabbit hole of looking for solutions in the online space for, for doing this and, oh my gosh, you know, autoresponders and, and CRM, you know, client relationship management tools and, you know, landing pages and all this, these parts and pieces in the technology world that can really be daunting. And then the learning curve, right. To go through each one and to mention the monthly fee to, keep those going and, and uh, what if, what if it's not the right solution? And so it is um, something that does create a, a big barrier for people and then takes the wind out of our sails, right? So in, in certain phases of business, there are certain levels of tools that um, support that phase. You know, if in businesses that are working with hundreds of thousands of people that that tool might work for that type of business but when you know we're at a a ramp up stage of a business then obviously that tool would be complete overkill right it's not needed there's not anything that's necessary at that level to support the business at the various different levels so without putting names out there just keeping it as simple as possible is always the best solution, but you can easily get into a lot of then parts and pieces and almost Frankensteining your business, if you will, where (laughs) you're plugging in this to that. And then that has to interface with that. And then what happens if after that, and it's just like, Oh my God, you know, all these different moving parts. And so oftentimes it's, um, you know, in, in launching an online business, the easiest thing to do is, is look for a platform that can not only host your content, but can also serve you in terms of some aspects of the marketing so that you aren't having to piecemeal so many different things together. So that's always my advice is to just start out with, okay, what, what do I need as far as hosting or serving up all my great content that I'm going to be using in my course, not, I'm not talking about social media, but I'm Mm -hmm, talking about the mm -hmm. actual, how do you declutter a home, that kind of content, and then see which platform allows you to do some of the marketing components of it so that it's all put together. You aren't trying to interface things. You don't have to go back to the learning curve to like, okay, Now, how do I hook this up to that? Because that's what then can lead to, oh my gosh, I chose the wrong tool, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And so there are solutions out there that are designed to not be too robust, but yet have within it the ability to do some marketing and some follow-up emails and a a landing page where you can offer uh, your course for people to buy it. And it will interface then with whatever payment option you choose uh, just to keep things all in one place is, I guess, Mm -hmm. the main thing I'm trying to suggest is when you keep things all in one place, Mm -hmm. then you don't feel like you're in this kind of mad chaotic uh, mode of trying to find this piece and that piece and, you know, which one's the best. And there you sit, you know, six months later not having launched. Yeah. Does that 
provide some feeling of peace? <laughs> you no. Know, yeah. What I take away from that is one, the, the keep it simple piece. I think sometimes yeah. I need to be reminded of that. I, I'm in a, a, a business marketing um, program right now. And I feel like there's so much information that I'm taking in that sometimes I forget to keep it simple. And even just the work that I do is about maintaining kind of a simplified existence. And so right. I, as a, you know, raging type A personality, I think I sometimes <laughs> have a tendency to like go, we're going to do this and this and this and this, and it gets sure. to be too much. And what I'm thinking about is I've got a couple of platforms that I utilize, say for like my um, my newsletter and for my billing and scheduling and that sort of stuff. And I'm kind of wondering if I need to kind of do a, a deeper dive into those couple of platforms just to see yeah. what they, what else they have to offer instead right. of reaching something out to new. all these other things. Yeah. yeah, something yet new. Absolutely. And most of these platforms are learning that or evolving, I should say, into being more of a solution oriented on multiple different aspects so that mm -hmm. they, they want you to stay with them. Uh, so for the most part, they're trying to really broaden the, the options of what all they can provide. So yeah, I would recommend that to see what you've okay. already got. And if they don't have everything uh, for you, then there are solutions that, that do without, like I said, the caution here is to get something that is way too complicated and robust, right? Because right. that can put you back <laughs> into the state that you're in of overwhelm and frustration. So but, but yeah, and, and speaking of overwhelm and frustration, you know, I'm thinking in terms of the work that you do, a declutter mm -hmm. specialist and coach, uh, you know, coming out of the pandemic where it was like ramp up speed for everybody to get their lives back going, you know, okay, <laughs> the pause is over and <laughs> uh, it was its own catalyst for maybe clutter, maybe home repair businesses just went through the roof. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the mm -hmm. DIY world just, you know, because everybody's like, all right, I finally can fix the bathroom. I finally can put in this, this closet organizer or whatever it was. And now we're back mm -hmm. into this new normal. So can you speak a little bit to the, the work that you do in relevance to maybe people wanting to get back into that state of organized space and spaciousness? that we did sort of enjoy during the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. And I will, I will just kind of throw out there I, during the, the quarantine time, I was taking walks every day. I would walk through my neighborhood and I would see carpets and cabinets and all these yeah. things down at the right. ends of people's driveways. It was amazing yeah. what people were ripping out of their houses and getting rid of. I think they were sitting in their space and they were perhaps feeling kind of uh, closed in by it and they were yeah. feeling inspired to do things. And mm -hmm. so that lasted for a bit. And then time has passed. And now what I found is that people are kind of just lost in a certain level of chaos because because as that pause disappeared it and everything ramped up then it was like okay consumerism uh busyness kids are back in school yep. things are happening and schedules and it just get everything got very very complex and right. the clutter started happening again it, it did <laughs> you know 
And because as I think anybody who was really doing some decluttering during the, the quarantine time, they weren't really getting uh, the um, systems in place mm, to maintain right. that decluttered space. And that's something that I work with my clients on is mm-hmm. systems, because you, if you don't have those, you're not going to be able to maintain it anything. It looks good for a week. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, gosh, before I got into this work, I could tell you, I would, you know, redo my pantry every six months and it would still manage to become a mess. Well, since right. I, you know, decluttered and properly organized it, it has not changed in five, six years. So, wow. yeah. Um, so yeah, but the, as, as people are trying to kind of get a sense of normalcy back and they're trying to get their feet back underneath them. There are a lot of feelings that are happening. These sent a sense of like having failed because they've allowed their homes to become cluttered again. There's shame that comes with that. And that's really where my work comes in is to say, Hey, you, you've not failed. You're not doing anything wrong. And you know, things have been kind of wild in these few years. So give yourself a little bit of a break. Mm -hmm. And even if these are lifelong things that we're dealing with, let's also still give you a little bit of a break and um, just gently start to work with you as a person and what your attachment is to these items. And as we work through that, all the wonderful insights and epiphanies that my clients have give them permission to start letting go of the things that are holding them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, it's, it's deeper work is what I'm hearing you say. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not a matter of just getting rid of the piles around the house. It's, it's sustaining what's causing that to occur and peeling back the layers. So yeah, well, well, Kate, I'm kind of sitting in the edge of my seat here. How do you work with women who want to finally declutter their homes, maybe their inner space and create their soulful space. Can you share a few more details about your, your philosophy or your approach? Absolutely. Um, so when let's, so when I start working with somebody, first of all, um, I offer a free, uh, about 45 minutes intro to, to coaching uh, session so that we can look at what a, a potential client is dealing with and can start to create a couple of goals and how we might work together. And I usually work with people um, either every week or twice a month. And the approach that I take is asking them, okay, where do you want to start? And they'll give, give me some answer, like everything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's not what they're feeling. It's overwhelming. It's, it's overwhelming. Exactly. And so I say, let's, let's narrow it down. What, where is the, the place where, what are the places that are the most painful for you? And they might give me three and then we eventually narrow it down to one and, then I just start to ask the questions about how they feel about this stuff. And I start to get stories. And I'm going to tell you, that's one of the like most wonderful parts of my job is the stories that come with all of these things that people have been holding on to. And it's such an honor to get to hear these stories. Mm-hmm. And then we start to identify from these stories what the attachments are and what it means to them 
if they let go of these things or what it means to them to keep these things. Mm-hmm. And we continue to work with this while having small um, you know, goals of what are you going to do between this session and next? What is something that you feel you could do? Because I never want to push anyone to do something that they're not ready to do because you don't want to declutter things that you don't actually want to declutter. You don't declutter because you think you should. Mm-hmm. You declutter because it is what is the right thing and it's the right time. And so as they're working through some of what we would call behavioral things, like the the actual tasks around the house, we're then also working with the cognitions, the thoughts, the feelings. Right. Uh, what is it that is getting in your way? What is stopping you? What do you want to feel? I, I might ask them to envision what it would be like to be in this space where everything was organized and you could find everything. And when something was left out, you would know exactly where to put it back. So it would take two seconds to put it back and you wouldn't hesitate because you would know it would be so easy. And so they envision this and they get this, these warm, fuzzy feelings and then they get more and more excited to do the work. And so we just kind of ebb and through ebb and flow through the behavioral stuff the cognitive stuff the more difficult things and there's a lot of difficult stuff especially with like sentimental clutter um but they're all they always have my support and the accountability of of the work that we do together and so as frightening as it might be for them initially as they start to let go of things almost every single one of them tells me I feel lighter. Yeah. Instead of a sense of loss, they feel peace. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. That's powerful. It's truly a transformation. Yeah. It's, it's much more than just organizing a cubby or creating a message board versus Mm -hmm. (laughs) post-its. Right. And it's, and and within that again we create those systems so if cleaning yeah. that do that and too. a system yes. do that it, too as well but yeah right. it's really much more complex without it being scary without it being laden in okay i've got to do it all right, right. <laughs> okay i can do this i'm ready so mm-hmm. yeah that's fantastic well how can listeners learn more about you and this great work you're doing Okay. Well, I'm kind of, I'm all over the place. So we got that idea. (laughs) Facebook, Instagram, you know, your friends. So, so bring it on. I've I've spent time really kind of just making sure that there's information because I want to share information with people. Like that is my love is to help teach people. So the, the, some of these online platforms really give me lots of space to do that, but um, I have my website, which is www.soulfulspacecoaching.com. And that's where, of course, you can learn more about the services I do, a little bit more about me. My blog is on there. And then you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at soulfulspace.coaching. And I strongly encourage people to check out my Facebook group, 
which is the Ditch Your Shit Society. <laughs> um, and we have a wonderful group there to support everyone who is there in their decluttering journey and to normalize their process and to offer solutions and to take some of the shame out of that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, I really, really encourage people to join my mailing list, which you can uh, sign up for at uh, the soulfulspacecoaching.com backslash newsletter. And that is the Ditch Your Shit Society uh, newsletter where I share lots of tidbits, um, information, connections to my blogs, updates, uh, lots of just really wonderful, useful information. Yeah, great. Fantastic. Yeah, I love that. Obviously, a very generous person in all that you're doing to support people to really gain not just the ability and the systems, but just this loving space. Loving space, yeah. Feel supported and feel okay. And also um, come to terms with what it is that's a little bit deeper that's going on. So so yeah, I love that. So soulfulspacecoaching.com is the main hub. And sounds like you've got this great newsletter they can sign up for. And that also is attached or linked to the Ditch Your Shit Society Facebook group. Uh-huh. Uh, sounds like it's a, a wonderful community to, to be involved in. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've also got, I'm sure, a link on your website for this free intro coaching session, too. Absolutely. And that is the Ditch Your Shit uh, intro coaching. (laughs) You might be sensing a theme here. I do. I am sensing that. Yes. Ditch Your Shit. I'm also in the the process of writing a book that is called, (laughs) and you can guess it, Ditch Your Shit, uh, how to uh, declutter the crap out of your life and home. Nice. Nice. That's great. All right. Well, I can't wait till that becomes published and released and people can find that out there as well. So, well, Kate, you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation, but if I could tap on you one last time uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business and, you know, businesses, right? Because you have Mm -hmm. that therapy practice. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you share some advice with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who may be questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Oh, gosh. What I would say is believe in the work that you're doing. You you decided to start this business for a reason. You believed in it. You were passionate about it. It can take it can take a few years before a business takes off. And that has been kind of a constant. So be patient, keep on uh, reaching out to communities, talking to other professionals, getting ideas. You never know when you're going to get the connection that's going to change everything for you. Mm. So just, I guess it's don't give up. Don't give up on this thing that you're passionate about. Don't give up on yourself. You have something to offer the world that it needs. um, And the world would be less for you giving up on it. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. 
And it's just so important because at that moment of inspiration, when we have that clarity and that vision and that sense of purpose, you know, that's gold right there. That's, that's the truth. And then all this other stuff starts cluttering, right? Clarity and it dims it and diminishes it. And then it becomes like, doubtful and feel it feels like it's just overwhelming and too much and well maybe I shouldn't ah so I love your message so thank you so much for sharing that and and it's just been so great Kate hearing about your journey from your early knowingness that you were meant to have your own business what that looked like you weren't quite sure it was graphic designer floral designer all those things went back got your master's degree in psychology uh, therapist started out under that focus and that role. And then something shifted in terms of your own awareness of decluttering your home and went through that process for yourself and realized, oh my God, <laughs> there's a lot more to this. Yes. And really tapped into something that spoke deeply to you because you saw so many women suffering through this same thing. So, so now this powerful work that you're doing as a declutter coach, uh, much more than that, where you're helping women to declutter their homes and create soulful spaces for them to thrive in. So I've really enjoyed our conversation and I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Oh, thank you, Wendy. I, this is just such a joy to be able to chat with other women like yourself and to share the message of the work that I'm doing. It is, it's my passion. And I really appreciate having the opportunity to come here and chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. We've really enjoyed it. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Kate Evans through a multitude of different areas, but her website is soulfulspacecoaching.com. And also find her on Facebook, Instagram, look in the show notes for the hyperlinks and be sure to join her Facebook group, Jitch Your Shit Society mm -hmm. <laughs> and sign up for her newsletter and keep your eyes open for her book that's going to be released. Who knows? Hopefully in the near future here where she's going to, I'm assuming you're going to be publishing that on Amazon. That'll be a place we might be able to find that. I, I hope so. We're finishing things up and you know it's a process man yes. it is a process <laughs> yeah well i'm sure it'll end up on amazon so we'll we'll keep our keep our eyes peeled for that i'm sure you'll have information on your website about that too so all yeah. right well for all our listeners remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients well don't overlook the power of what i call compassionate selling where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right, well, this is Wendy Vaughn. Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Kate Evans. And as always, here's to your success.